All right, we're back. I tell you what, after the hiatus we've had, something in the neighborhood of 10 months, but we put that shit to bed, though, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And uh, we are now back under a new moniker. Welcome to the Ego's Last Stand. I am one of your hosts, Josh Sardom. John Walton, your co-host. <laughs> it's all right. That happens. Anyway, so <laughs> we are jamming out like we always do here at Comedy Off-Broadway. We're so happy to get the podcast going again here at this wonderful club, the historic Comedy Off-Broadway, the best comedy club in the region. Uh, John, you know, we've been doing comedy a little while now, and uh, you got some shows coming up? I've got a couple uh, in July. I hit a little bit of a dead spot, you know. Divorce will do that for you, so. Yeah, divorce is fun, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I've been divorced twice, so, you know. Oh, yeah, you've been around the block then. One more, I get a toaster. That's yeah. what I'm told, anyway. I don't know that is. But I tell you what, we've been having a ton of fun here at Comedy Off Broadway this weekend because we have Chris Frangiola in the house this weekend. And not only that, but he's here with us on this podcast. Welcome, yes, Chris. how do you like that? I've walked over on, at 4.30, which we're taping this, by the way. And for those of you who don't know, uh, you know, headlining uh, road comics, the last thing we want to do is anything two hours before the show. But I'm here. I want you to know that I'm here at 4.30. <laughs> well, that's what we do. We aim to please. Yeah, that's that's yeah. how that but, is. Uh, welcome back from your 10-month hiatus. I tell you, it was, it was a hell of a road, but you know how those things go. You go through uh, some, some breakups, you know? Yeah, sure. It seems like you guys have been through some uh, in personal life as well. Well, you know, we have. We have. That, that does happen. Great. Well, that's good to hear. And yeah. Uh, You've been you've been through uh, some some new significant personal things too recently, haven't you? I have. Yes, I was recently married. Uh, you guys make it sound amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I got married about it's almost a year. It'll be a year and a couple of weeks. So, yeah, congrats, we, man. Yeah, it's been but good. I tell you, I've been uh, in prison. I mean, I've been married for eighteen years now. So oh, is that right? That yeah, is okay. very true. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I'm enjoying it. Actually, it's fine. It it really is. Uh, you, you know, you, you get to spend a lot of time with someone that you end up hating later in life. So it's right. awesome. You know? <laughs> Sounds amazing. Yes, you get right. to build up all the hate. Or, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right, right. Well, I'm excited about that. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And you, you, I know this is like your first time in Lexington, right? It is my first time in Lexington, yes. Uh, years ago, they used to have an improv in Louisville. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was a good it was a good improv, actually. For I don't know, it closed up, but uh, I did that a few times. And yeah. This is my only time, so otherwise, n never in the state before. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, have you been able to get out and eat any of the local food or anything since you've been here? You know, I, I, I've been. I've been walking around. It's been raining a bit, I don't know, uh, so there's been that. But yeah, today I went over to a place. It's been good, yeah. I went downtown yesterday. I, I'm getting around. So you got to see uh, our new downtown, because actually we had a humongous crater there for the longest time where that parking garage is being built up in the center. Oh, is that right? It yeah. It's like a crater there. For, wow. Well, for uh, I'm, yeah, it, it was, it's fine. It's a very nice city. It's one of the, you know, one of the good ones. As I, I travel every weekend, you know, I'm out there. So this yeah. is uh, one of the nicer cities, which well, is good. It always cool. makes the week uh, a little better when the city's, you know, easily, you can easily get around, the hotel's nice, yeah. things like that. It really makes it better. Now, you've been, obviously, aside from walking to Target a million times. That's what I do. I right? walk a lot. Yeah, I walk a lot through the, uh, yeah, and it's really not a very walkable uh, little area that we're in. There's no sidewalks. There's no sidewalks. I just walk on wet grass and, uh, you know, but I've managed to make it work. Yeah. 
Um, did you Uber when you went downtown? Or I did. I Ubered did? yesterday to downtown and, uh, you know, just lunch and then walked around a bit, came back, and that's about it. I'm working on a – I have a, a, a new show that I'm working on for True TV. So I'm, I've been in my room, like, writing stuff. So I've become that guy. Well, you know, you, I used to be – I used to hate doing that on yeah. the road, like sitting in the hotel room and writing. But that's what I've been doing. Well, I mean, you're a prolific writer. I mean, you, you've written well, – Sometimes I'm more prolific than others. Oh, well. it, actually, today's been <laughs> – good yesterday was terrible like i was nothing you know how that is you know you know right. how it is right yeah, yeah. some days depends. you just wake up and like oh this is gonna be a good one i feel like I, my brain is popping yeah uh you know properly but uh this this weekend has been tough and i think it's as i get older I, i'm noticing you know I'm, I'm not as uh quick as i once was sure which is scary yeah I, I, you know it all depends on how much bourbon i have in my system oh I, those days are i i mean I, I that really fucks me up like oh, i can't i can't uh no bourbon. yeah you're in the wrong you're in the wrong no 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 the bourbon. bourbon's fine just too much of it i mean i you know i've been on the road now like on the road doing you know headlining sets for about 11 years nice. and so i've been through most cities two three four five times now sure and uh and there would there was you know when I first started I was on a show called Chelsea Lately and that's about about its height we were like a big time show, and I was out partying hard I, we were drinking every night and, and it was rough and I I don't know how I did it I honestly I couldn't do it anymore yeah yeah so well you you've aged well despite the, the fact. yeah you know <laughs> thank what I mean you, like, thank you yeah, yeah. yeah. no it, it well you know we had a good time and and I guess the, at the age that's when you should have a good time but like now I have two three drinks I'm done the yeah. next day it's rough for yeah. me so yeah the, you know. the next day is always what kills me right yeah. that's that's what kind of got me to sl slow not that I was going too crazy I wasn't an alcoholic or anything but you know it, it just hurts man it hurts so and I don't you know it's not fun anymore right and so it's, it's the measure amount of pain you want to have the next Yeah, year. and then I was, like, forgetting. I would completely forget the cities I was in. Like, I would come back the next year and see something, and, go, and it, would just, it would trigger my memory. And I'm like, oh, I have been here. Like, this is, I, have, I spent an entire weekend in a city and don't remember. So. Yeah, that that's, can be bad. Yeah. You, uh, you, you get out to the movies at all? You see any of these Avenger movies that are coming out? Uh, you know, I see them all. I don't love... I mean, I, I'm a movie fanatic, yeah. and I have my beef with, um, with those type of movies. Oh, well, let's talk I about it. I feel that superhero movies have ruined movies, okay. and, and I really do believe that, because at this point... You know, I, I know Netflix and, they, and streaming services have, have ruined, like, the actual theater experience a little bit, but... Now, every, unless it's a, a you know a superhero film or an Avengers or whatever, they're not making. There was a time where you could put out Rain Man, which was a, a, a great adult drama, basically mm -hmm. in the middle of the summer, and right. it would be a box office hit. I mean, Rain Man was made three hundred million dollars that summer, wherever Absolutely. it came out. And it would, if you were to make that movie today, they would laugh you out of the studio. They'd be like, there's no way we're making a movie about, you know, an autistic person and his brother going throughout the, you know, country. Right. And, and I think it's all led to, like, a dumbing down of not only, like, the whole everything, movies. Me, and I, not that there's anything wrong with the superhero movies. I have liked them, and I do like some of them. And I watch them. Sure. But I, I don't understand why that's all there has to be now. Is yeah. superhero movies well, because they were they were great. Like growing up, where I when I grow, I'm a little older than you guys, but growing up in the '70s, in the '80s, like we had, you couldn't make Breakfast Club today. You couldn't make Pretty in Pink today. You couldn't make Rain Man. Any of these movies that we know as as you know, planes, trains, and automobiles, as iconic movies, they're just gone. So yeah. we're gonna look back on on Avengers 
big deal. Do you, do you feel it that like the writing process and, and, and producing movies has kind of been dumbed down as a total? Because it's not just superhero movies. Everything's right. being rebooted. Yeah, well, I think that's a part of it. I, I, you know, it, it, it's look, when I remember, you know, 10, 15 years ago, we used to have a small independent movie theater, a couple, few of them in Los Angeles. I know they're called the Lemley Theater. There's six or seven of them in L.A. And they show, you know, they show independent stuff. So I used to go there two, three times a week. I would see Swingers and Sling Blade and these smaller movies that were just amazing. They're gone completely. Yeah. That $20 million budget movie you just can't make it anymore unless it has Iron Man in it. They don't want it. No. And, and I like them, but how many can I possibly see? Absolutely. Like, I get it. I know where it's going. I know this. I, there has to be, like, I saw Rocket Man, and it was good just because it was different. You know, it was like something else. Than, than a superhero movie. And it is a very good movie, and it's even it's much different than a lot of people are comparing it to uh, Bohemian Rhapsody because I guess it's just about two rock yeah, biographies. But it's completely different than, than Bohemian Rhapsody and the fact that it's almost like a, you know, like a fantastical musical, like he's actually singing in the streets. and you know, It's not shot like a musical, and it's really good. So that kind of stuff I'm, I'm happy to see every now and again we get one of those and i like when they make money because then that means they'll make more so i think rocket man is doing well thank god because maybe we'll see more of that kind of stuff well i mean it just seems like every movie that they're putting out nowadays it's like it has to be epic or it's like go big or go home you know? exactly like, everything has to have right. this huge and i like that I, I don't i i just don't get it i yeah. don't i i'm i i don't know where you guys stand on this but i've never been an explosion movie kind of guy i like them sure. every now and again but i like my movies smaller man i like you know like you know independent dramas and things like that yeah i enjoy that more like a, you know even the hangover was the last like big broad comedy we got that was qual you know well done and and good and it was a hit they don't even make that anymore. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe Bridesmaids and, and might have been the last one. I guess that was after The Hangover. But other than that, there hasn't been one of those in, in five years. Have you seen Tag? Uh, I haven't. Is it any good? Is it's it worth great. it? Really? Great. Yeah. yeah? I did like it. And I mean, I remember when it was out. It's and, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It's smaller. It's just about these guys, and it's a true. It's based on a true story. Really? Yeah. Okay, so. I'll check that out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't seen that. That's like Ed Helms. Is Ed Helms in it? And, and Is Ed Helms in it? I think he, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and Jeremy Renner. Yeah, Jeremy Renner. Renner. Yeah, 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 he's the guy that hadn't been tagged. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah, you know, um, what's his, his Marvel name? Uh, Ronan. Uh, oh, he's the, the arrow, arrow guy. Yeah, the arrow, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. Well, yeah. I used to work with him. The we used arrow to, guy. The whatever, right? <laughs> Jeremy Renner and I used to bartend together in Los Angeles. For Seriously? Really? Yeah, quite a few years. Yeah, yeah that's cool. What place mm -hmm. did you guys bartend at? It's funny. It was a place called Mirabelle Restaurant on Sunset Boulevard. I, I worked there for 12 years. Wow. Yeah, but doing all sorts of things. But uh, I actually, it's crazy that I worked with uh, not only Jeremy Renner, but quite a few people went through there. And I worked with Meghan Markle, uh, who is now the princess, or whatever she's considered. Uh, we, we worked together for years over there. She was like a waitress hostess for two years. Oh, wow. She was born and raised right in that area, Beverly Hills, kind of. Right. And, yeah, so I worked with her when she was 22, 23. So that was pretty wild. And a lot of people, man, a lot of people, you know, because that's when you're struggling. That's what you did back then. Yeah. I don't know. These days, that's different, too. I don't know how people do it. You know, you guys, I don't know if you're starting out in comedy or what, but... Or anything, you know, show business of any any kind. It it's hard. It's harder now, I think, than it has been. But just on the sheer fact that I, when I moved to Los Angeles, you could make a living, you know, bartending and waiting tables because rents were relatively cheap, and you sure. could get a car and you could move around. And 
I mean, I don't think you could do it now on a, on a waiting bartending, you know, a salary. You can't get an apartment. They're no. $3,000 a month for the littlest shithole in Los Angeles. It's crazy. Or New York. Or New York or yeah. Chicago or any of the cities. Yeah. Which now, which is, I think, a good thing. Some of the guys, like, like I don't know if you guys know, Dusty Slay. Like Dusty and 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 a guy, another guy named Brett Terhune, really funny guy. Yep. Those guys, they never went to New York or L.A. They kind of made it in their city, yeah. you know, becoming the best that you know, in Dusty in Nashville, and I think Brett's from Indianapolis. Like these guys, these guys made it in their city, and then once they got good in that city and a lot of heat around them, people from L.A. and New York started to come see them in that city. Yeah. And they made it that way, which I think is – I think Nate Bregazzi did the same thing. You know, he, he, he never really went to New York or L.A. He nope. kind of made it in that. So that's a good thing now that you don't have to necessarily go to New York or L.A. to kind of make it, which is good. Well, absolutely. It's good. Just yeah. looking at what you need to do out there as a new comic – you know, yeah. waiting at like like at the comedy store, you have to wait all night long for maybe a ten percent chance of going on stage. Fuck it, I wouldn't do. I and never got, did it. And you got to buy drinks the whole night. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. so. I may not go up, but you know, I that, never did it. I yeah. ne- it's never a route I went, and I I honestly find it demoralizing. And I, I, why put yourself through that? Yeah, there's a thousand other places you can. And nothing against the comedy store. I like the comedy store. I like the improv. I like the Left Factory. But to make people sit sleep on the sidewalk to get five minutes is fucking demoralizing. Yeah, I, like I, that's that's. That's a shitty thing to do to people, and I, I think it it only it only makes makes the road, you know, it, it's it's more exact. That's all I can say about it. It's demoralizing, and it makes it feel like a shitty thing. Go do a fucking gig at a bar. That's right. uh, that's you know, there there are great bar shows probably here and in, mm-hmm. in L. A. and that that are packed and and honestly better than the improv on a certain night. You sure. know, you you you'd be better off doing that. Yeah, that's <laughs> the way I did it. That's the way any everybody I know that I came up with in the year I came up with, like Chelsea Handler, myself, and all those guys who came up with T. J. Miller that time. We we didn't do improv. We still don't do improvs in comedy stores. You know, yeah. I, none of those guys are there. Not that there's anything wrong with the people who play there, but you know, they have the same 25 people sure. every night. It, yeah. it, they're not. There's a lot of guys who don't do. You know, I just saw they posted a picture of the comedy store uh, Instagram. I think it was Ray Romano. And so Ray Romano on this, he says it's the first time I've ever been in the comedy store. Ray Romano. <laughs> Ray Romano. And then Jerry Seinfeld, same thing. Never been there. Wow. So I mean, there is there are other ways to to do it. You know, through then through the comedy sort of laugh factory yeah. improv. I mean, at least where we're at, we we actually can get stage time, right? And, you know, and that's that's definitely way better, you know, for us than just waiting around yeah. all day long. The thing is, I think you just have to put on a quality show, and and people will come. I also believe this: you can't make it too long. Like a lot of open mics, micers think it's you know just to give everyone a chance to go up. They make it three and a half hours, and that. So can't what'll happen is. The audience will come. They, they're trying to be nice, so they won't leave. They'll sit there for two and a half hours and get right. bludgeoned by shitty comedy for right. two and a half hours. And then they won't <laughs> come, come back. back. And that's it. They'll right. say, you know what? That sucks. Yep. But if you give them 45 minutes to an hour and a half of solid stuff, they'll be like, this is fun. I'll come back to this. Like, I believe that, that model that we were doing it for a long time in L.A., that ruined – now, comedy's back now, you know, thank God. But that for a long time, that model ruined comedy for, for 10 – 10, 15 years that put everybody up and yeah. make it three and a half hours and people were just like, fuck this. This sucks. Right. I'm not going to that. Yeah. I'm, and, I'm, 
I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. no. I'm a firm believer in the the mind can only endure with the ass can. So if you're right. sitting there for three hours, I'm completely. Right there with you. Yeah. yeah, like nobody wants that. It, it's and, and especially in an open mic setting where the guys just aren't good. You know, not that they won't be, but they're just not at yeah. this at this time. And so it, it's hard to watch. Oh yeah. I mean, there's one. There's a place called Flappers in Burbank, in California. I don't know if you guys have been Burbank. out there. Yeah, and it's a it's a fine enough club. It's run you know poorly a little bit, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but they do an open mic in there, and it's you know three hours or whatever, and it is fucking brutal, man. Yeah. It, I mean, these are people going up once or twice, and it's just hard. It's hard. I can't. I can't watch it anymore. It just brings my you know bad memories back. No, do, I, I don't blame you. Yeah. 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 So I, I mean, there's. It, I, I've gotten salty towards it, and I haven't been doing anywhere near as long as you have. Right, so right. Yeah, you've you got to be at a point where you're just ready to kill people. Yeah, you, de- you just definitely get salty toward that. Yeah. I, but I, you know, I'm more power to people. I know it's a long road, and it's just, that's the other thing. You know, it's, it is a long road. There's no shortcut to it. Right. And, you know, there's maybe maybe there's a, you know every now and again there'll be one or one guy who makes it after five or ten years at it. You know, sure. but it's very very rare. Yeah. I, I can't name any right now. Uh, maybe a guy named Leonard Oots. I don't know if you know him. Leonard Oots, a uh, big, heavy black guy, real funny. He, yeah. He's been doing it for, you know, 10 years, but he's real funny. Right. He's like 22 or something, but he's he's uh, one of the ones that I think, like, made it quickly. But otherwise, it's 20 years, sure. man. It's, you can almost set a watch to, you know, when you're good at it, it 20 right. years. And then you're not even good then. You know, then you yeah. look back on shit you did, you know, two years ago, and like, mm, I don't know. It's better now, I think, you know? <laughs> Yeah, when you try and rewatch your videos and you're looking at it, going, I hate I, it. I got to turn it off. I got to turn it off. Yeah, you know you're not doing something right. I know. Like, Actually, somebody just it. posted. I have a you know I have a podcast as well, and I have a, a Facebook page for my podcast, and somebody just posted my old album on there. Look, they're like, look what I found, and I was like, don't listen to that, man. Like that, <laughs> I, I'm not. That's like old, and I don't know if I'm happy with it, and you just don't. Yeah, man. so. So you said you're you're starting to write for a new show, or yeah, yeah, uh, a new thing for you know, True TV. We don't talk about it too much because these, these things, you know, That's fine. yeah, they don't get picked up. And no, but it, it's a good concept. We'll see what happens. You know, it's uh, we've been traveling around the world. I don't know if you know Fortune Feimster. You know Fortune. I don't. She was on Chelsea lately with me. Uh, she's, big, she's actually blowing up right now. She's a big heavy lesbian girl, and she's real funny and perfect type for like anything and. Um, and so they, they they love her over there at True TV. So it's a thing where I don't know if you like a lot of a lot of um, uh, foreign countries have these crazy game shows. You've probably seen them on YouTube and stuff. Japan has them, and they, but every country has these really freaky game shows where they do crazy things to win prizes. And Fortune and I go around the world and compete on these game shows as Americans on foreign game shows. So we did we just did Brazil and we did uh, Tokyo and. We'll see how it goes. Those are the two we shot. So. That sounds awesome, though. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it sounds amazing. It's it fun. It was fun. The, the only thing, well, well, we'll see what happens. But you know, once the game show begins, we have no control over it. You know, it's sure. either going to be funny or it's not because you can't stop it and start it. And, right. Uh, so, fortunately, these both turned out pretty good. Uh, but I could see it going somewhere where you know, just like it would just be boring. And but we'll see. End up being a Chris Farley moment on that Japanese game show on SNL. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So yeah, so we'll see what happens. But uh, you know, it's like I said, I've been doing this shit a long time. So yeah, you know, I don't put too much stock. If it goes, it goes. You know, I signed up for Chelsea lately. Uh, my original contract was eight weeks. You know, and uh, nine years later, we were still there, you know, and it was a hit. And it, so, and those are so rare. Yeah. 
you know so once you get one of those man you just you just hold on tight just and, ride it yeah it and you just keep riding it and riding it you know because as as it as it progresses and gets bigger and like our show did you know you just the money gets better everything gets better and you're just like fuck hold on tight because sure. these don't come around very often you know? right right so that's the that's the one thing i could i tell guys like i see some guys bitching about this job or that job and i'm like just get it two three years and then things start to happen you yeah. just hold on stay there for as long as you can yeah because it's tough it's tough to find like good solid you know everything's getting canned especially now tv's crazy yeah, there's I mean, so the, much of it that yeah they have no you know but it's so spread out you know you get ten thousand viewers you're a hit sure. you know that's that's that ain't shit i mean it used to be there was like three prime channels but right oh those, my god that's long gone now yeah <laughs> 45 million viewers you would get on a on a, on a slow night for sure. like a all in the family or something you right. know what i mean like it's crazy so uh change gears a little bit uh sports fan like baseball i'm a huge baseball fan as yeah. a matter of fact i've been tracking my new york mets i'm a huge I, new york yeah. mets fan I, I had a feeling and they are playing the <laughs> chicago cubs right now and they're winning 10 nothing in chicago at wrigley field um yeah it's tough you know the mets are tough it, baseball I, I i love baseball i love it i love it uh, you know but i now that i've moved to los angeles i you know i'm, I'm still an avid met follower but I'm more of a baseball fan. I could. Wa- I like, like that. I watch the Dodgers. I like the Dodgers. I like. Um, you know, my friends back in New York hate me for like. I, actually, I enjoy the Yankees. Like, I enjoy watching <laughs> good games. You know what I mean? I know. I know. That's what people uh, tell me. But I'm like, a Bo- I'm a Boston fan. Oh, so. you are? Okay. Yeah. And I don't hate the Boston Reds. Like, <laughs> well, no, I just, you're, you're a Met fan, of course. You watching <laughs> solid good teams play is fun for me. You yeah. know, and and. and and in the case of the Yankees and the Mets, it's like, what do I? They're in two different divisions. Like, right. it, they, they, they don't the bother. They don't weird. bother each other until unless it came down to the World Series. Sure. Other than that, let them both be good. Right. It only helps the entire you know city sports franchise. Like that's it's not it's not a bad thing that the Mets and the Yankees are both good. Yeah. I mean, in this case, season you know only one of them is good, but it's early yet. Yeah. It's early yet. We'll see. It's not even the All Star break, right? A couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. 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 Boston's a good town. I like uh I like uh, they got a good comedy scene. They the you know it's it's a fun fun city. Yeah. I was just uh, where was I just uh, in Connecticut, Mohican Sun. They got it. You're so the, oh, uh, see. Yeah, so I had a, a Boston guy featuring for me. And, awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I actually grew up in New Haven. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They have, you know, Connecticut's got a bit of a. Well, they have Mohegan Sun, and then they have a Funny Bonus in Hartford, but not really in Hartford. I don't know if you ever played It's play right this. outside of Hartford. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Manchester, I believe. I think yeah, that's where it is. Something yeah. Like, yeah. But uh, funny ones are interesting like that. They have like twelve or thirteen of them around the country. They they're never in the city they say they're in. Though. Right. Uh, they're always like <laughs> actually some of them pretty far away. Like the one in St. Louis is like St. Louis funny bone. You're seventy five miles from St. Louis, but whatever. It's, you know, you, <laughs> that's fine. Whatever gets them in. That's too funny. Man. Yeah. Uh, so we were actually talking about uh, Bill Buckner. You know, Bill during, Buckner. Yes, uh, yes. The other day, because we were talking Red Sox. And I have some theories on it. Do you? Yes. Well, it. he just died, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, and he had dementia, which is you know. But I'm glad that they made up with him. You know, finally, you Boston people showed a little class a few years back <laughs> when he came back to the stadium and he got a standing ovation. It was a real a nice moment. Class. I, I know, know, I know. So, but it was nice of you to do that, and because uh, honestly, Bill Buckner. I mean, he has a Hall of Fame career. Kind, of. he's almost 100%. Has, he almost has three thousand hits. I mean, hundred percent. But not only that, it wasn't the last game. No, there that, was a game seven was, that right. they fucked up pretty badly too. Absolutely, okay. uh, the bump that that he he missed on really wasn't his fault. I mean, that that was well, just a bad bump. I'll, I'll get. I'll give you. I'll give you even better than that. Okay. 
because of the sh- I, first of all, it was the greatest night of my life. Game six in nineteen eighty-six. I was. I remember every second of the, that day and the next day and the parade in New York City. I mean, I was you know at the height of my Met fanaticism on that day, Game six, which was two strikes, ninth inning, two outs, two strikes on every batter who came up, and right. and it was just ridiculous how. And so Buckner, the entire time you're watching all games, six games, they're talking about how Buckner's knees are shot and he can't run and he can't move. And so if you watch it, I've watched it like the Zapruder film. I've watched it 10,000 times. He is off. He's <laughs> off first base by a considerable uh, uh, amount of, of you know, d- distance. And then Mookie is the fastest guy in the league at that point. Mookie's halfway up the first baseline, if not more, when that ball gets to Buckner's mitt. Even if Buckner picks it up, Mookie still beats that that throw. 100%. Mookie hides, slides head first, and he's safe. So I, it's not even that bad an error for Bill Buckner because I think Mookie beats it anyway. Right. Because you know Buckner couldn't run, and, and he was way off the bag. Agreed. Yeah, so that's my theory on that, to let Buckner off the hook. And I, I, I honestly think Johnny Damon's a bigger criminal to, to Boston. Than, yeah. <laughs> oh, what, 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 because what, right after we finally broke the curse of the Bambino in yeah. 2004, he, moved, he, he, moved he cut his Yankees. hair and went to the, yeah, went to the Yankees. But a lot of guys have done that, didn't they? You know, you had a few guys but who just jumped right over the Yankees. But not after 2004, man. I know, you can't I know. do it. Yeah, can't do it. Yeah, but, uh, but I love the Beast, man, and yeah. uh, he did that to me. Oh, broke yeah. my heart. It was interesting. There's a, you ever see the movie Fever Pitch? Oh, with, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Yep. There's a scene in that where, you know, after the, he's like all bent out of shape about a Yankee, Red Sox loss, and he goes to the restaurant. He sees, uh, I, forget, I forget who it is, two of the players. It might have been Johnny Damon. He sees two of the players, and they're just eating and laughing, games on. And he's like, see, they don't care. Yeah. They're like the players, and, they, and I'm taking it harder than they do. And I'm right. Like, yeah, I guess for them, it's a gig, you know, like we have, you know, it's just sure. like shit. It's over, and. Moving to another team is like who cares? Well, I mean, you get you, you, playing in baseball, you know, especially when you if you come up through the minors, which most most people do, right? And I mean, you could be called in the office at any point in time. You could be having a great season. It's like, yeah, we're trading you to so and so. Yeah, you know, pack your bags here, just take it. Right. Good luck. You yeah, know, so yeah. after four or five heartbreaks like that, you're just like whatever. I, you know, it doesn't matter. This, this doesn't this matter. Is my job. Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld has a great bit about. Uh, we we don't we root for the jersey, the jersey you know yeah because yeah, like, yeah. it it doesn't make any you, you look at the team you know in the case of the Red Sox or the Mets you look at the team three years ago and the team now there's nobody's on the team and it's a, different people the entire different staff of players so did, did he say something like we're cheering on laundry or yeah something? La- laundry yeah that's, and it's tr- it's so true it's totally true yeah. Yeah, but it's all, it's all about the colors. Yeah. All right, so you love baseball. Any other sports you like? You, you, I, I follow them all. You know, I'm you? not – yeah, I do. I mean, I just – I kind of keep up. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a crazed fanatic over it. So uh, – but I like football. I, you know, football and baseball, I, 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 basketball, I, I, I'm – you know, I can follow it, but I don't really care. And I'm so, the same way with Same basketball. with hockey, yeah. Um, but – yeah, b- baseball and football. So who's your team in football? Jets, the Jets, the New York Jets. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah well, you know, whatever. This <laughs> <laughs> is like a weird New, – New York's weird. If you Where I'm from on the east end of Long Island, it's like regular, like, electricians. You know, that's my family. Like, regular blue-collar people. Sure. We're like Mets and Jets and Islanders. And, sure. uh, and then the rich folks are always Yankees, Giants, and uh, Rangers. Right. And, and, it, and it never varied from that. You were never like a – I like the Yankees and the Islanders and the Jets. It ne- you always like the Yankees, the Giants, and the Rangers, and, and the other way around. Right. So, yeah. And, and then I think it was because the Mets, when I was growing up, the Mets and the Jets played in the same stadium. They, all, they both played in Shea Stadium, which was on Long Island. Right. 
and a bit of a shithole, like a real dump. And uh, so that for that reason, they became like Long Island's teams. And the other ones, the other guys played in Jersey, you know, or it, it, I guess, yeah, Meadowlands or whatever. Right. Giants and, and the Yankees were out in the Bronx. So, yeah. Anyway, that's that's it. That's where I am, Mets, do you, Jets. Do you jump into any of the fantasy stuff? Like fantasy? No, I tried. I tried. It was it was too. It was like a job, it man. Is, I was yeah. like, yeah, we, <laughs> oh God, you yeah. know, we were doing we were doing it in the office with one of the shows I was working on, and you know, I was forgetting to do it. And like, you put your team in. I'm like, fuck, I got no time for this, man. <laughs> this is this is hard. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize it took that much. T- and then we did a baseball one, which is baseball. One, it's a game every day. It's crazy. And you, know, I don't know how people do it. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, that's yeah. really tough. Like a football, a little different because it's once a week. But man, right. oh, and well, not anymore. Now it's every day. Yeah. <laughs> for your Thursday night game, Monday night game, Sunday night game. Uh, it's, it, it's always fun though. Like I, we have a, a league here at Comedy Off Broadway, right? And uh, even the owner gets in on it, so it's 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 a lot of fun. You talk smack to each other. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. We we've actually talked smack to each other while we were on stage performing, which is yeah. hilarious. I find it. I find it like when I'm watching a game with a bunch of friends and they're, and they're playing fantasy. It's a little annoying because they don't root for a specific team. They root right. for the player. player. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, oh, I need this guy to do that. I don't care if you know right. if Tampa Bay beats the Steelers. I need this guy to do that or whatever and I was like oh well that's not that's no fun that's you the know? reverse so, of cheering for right, laundry right yeah, yeah that's what I was going <laughs> to yeah, say exactly. yeah, yeah, get yeah. you out of that right <laughs> so get some hatred going for some players yeah a lot of fun though. Uh, you get into MMA at all or anything like that? No, that you is one thing I don't give a fuck about, and I don't get it. <laughs> and I don't, you know, that is that is the whole culture of it. I find once again for the dumbing down of America. I really do, there and I know, I know, and I've apologized to all the Joe Rogan people out there, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, it, it's not my thing well, at all. It's funny you sit here uh, because we both actually have fought. Right, MMA. Like yeah, yeah. I fought MMA. Oh really? Years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm but like you, you knit, he hit the the nail in the head though. We're, we're both pretty stupid, so I mean, yeah. we're, <laughs> so have, no, it's I, it, it, I, I, people love it, man. People love it, and that's fantastic. But I'm not. That has never been my thing. I, did I mean, you did you ever like boxing or anything? Sure, like that? I mean the big yeah. fights. You know, back when. When I was growing up, you could watch boxing on Saturday on you know Wide World of Sports right. before, but you know you'd watch Mike Tyson on a Saturday Absolutely. on for free. Yeah, uh, before that, that before blew up. yeah, before like it became a pay per view and all that. People and, paying sixty five dollars yeah, for eighteen seconds. Oh, eighteen. <laughs> I remember. I remember. remember that shit? I remember getting like ordering food. Oh yeah, and, you know, and, and before it even arrived, push Tyson's. It's out. It's right. over. Fight's over. Tyson would come running out of the corner, just bat whack done. It's like, now what do we do? And then by the time. He got beat by Buster Douglas. Right. At, at that point, nobody was even paying attention because he was winning, you know, so easily. Everybody, you're like, oh, he's fighting in China. I think it was in China or Japan. Yeah. He was fighting, and it was like, no, nobody even cares. And then you hear, you know, what he he lost. Yeah. You know, so it was wild. Well, I mean, it mixed between conditioning and I. I think Buster Douglas just got lucky with that fight. Oh, he, he was a, he, he's a slump. Yeah. He's just, I mean, Tyson was on drugs and all yeah. sorts of stuff at that point. It was. It, he's not the guy he was, you know once was. No, especially when you come back and you start biting people's ears and stuff. Oh, just, man, that was another one. Remember that? Oh, oh man, yeah. we had uh, we had like every you know we had you know, we had parties at the house, twenty five people there, and him and Evander Holyfield, and then they're biting like, what the fuck is <laughs> happening? Here? Right. This guy is what insane. Is yeah. I think it's a tattoo on his face. What yeah. the hell is wrong with you? Right. Now that seems tame by today's standards. Right. <laughs> mashed, yeah. mashed potatoes. Mashed, mashed potatoes. potatoes. Yeah. 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 It's ever since Cuss died, he just kind of lost his mind. When yeah. Kamado died. Yeah, yeah. He just lost his damn mind. Well, man, that's freaking fantastic. You uh, you got anything coming up you want to pitch, you know, throw out there, plug? 
What do I got? I have my podcast called Cover to Cover, the Cover to Cover podcast. Uh, it's really fun. It's good. I like doing it. I was hesitant to get a, you know on the podcast train because I felt like everybody had them, and but it doesn't. Who cares? Right. I saw so many guys blowing up from them and continuing to blow up from right. them, even though there are still you know there are hundreds of them, but uh, thousands and. and, and so I was like, finally, I decided to do it. It's been a, I've had a great time. It's, it's doing very well. It, it is so much fun doing the podcast. Yeah. Uh, we, we had a blast. We, I mean, we've had Nate Bergazzi and Dusty Slay on this podcast. Right. And they're fantastic guys. And I wouldn't have known them that way, just like I'm getting to know you better. Right, right. On this, have we not done that? Now, you run your own podcast. Let me ask you a question. This is something that we're thinking about doing. Right. We're thinking about taking the comedian out to lunch first. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll go downtown, show him some of the Lexington Fair, and then come back, you know, Break bread with them. They can come back here, right? And do the podcast. Yeah. What do you think about that idea? You mean you mean you think you would get more out of them that way by getting to know them a bit beforehand? Right. Right. That's, that's I don't know the about theory. that. You yeah. Don't think do you so? th- that might actually ruin some of the spontaneity of it, don't you think? <laughs> it might. Because yeah, no, by yeah by hour four, you're like, all right, I think we're done here. You know? There's definitely two different points of looking at it, and that's one of them, and that's why I wanted to hear what, what you think. Right. Having you know, you you run a podcast, you understand what it's like. Yeah, I, I don't have guests though. Oh, you don't? Yeah, no, I don't. I, I just have one guy, the guy who does the sound, he, we, he chimes in every now and again. I've had a few, just like people I've worked on, you know, Jen Kirkman and, and some people I've worked on Chelsea lately with. But other than that, I don't really have guests. I just ha- if I have a guest, they'll just, I just do like, um, you know, topical news stories. So I'll have them chime in on it. I, I won't interview them like we're doing here. Gotcha. Because gotcha. I, I had a lot of comedians ask me to do it. You know, like be on the show, uh, and and I was like, I don't know if I just you it's know, just like we talked about last night a little bit. Yeah, I don't really want to talk about comedy because sure. I feel like that's been done. So yeah. you know, well, yeah, I was actually uh, listening to some of your cover to cover, and uh, yeah, yeah, me cracking up, man, talking about how you would rather um, go to the Dominican and get poisoned than oh, to then, then Jimmy <laughs> than to listen to Jimmy <laughs> yeah, Buffett's yeah, Margaritaville yeah, one more time. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, a bunch <laughs> of Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, apparently a bunch of Jimmy Buffett people got sick at uh, in, in Dominican Republic, <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah, so that was one of the stories that I was doing. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. But yeah, you had me cracking up. We were listening to it at work because you're you're a hard guy to find anything about online. There's, I know there's not a lot out there, man. Yeah. Well, I did that consciously early on. Uh, it was a stupid move on my part. Uh, I didn't want anything online. I didn't like the way, you know, I was very uh, adamant about having people come see me live. I think, you know, it's just much more fun than to watch it on YouTube and whatever. Um, so I tried to keep it all off. And, and then Chelsea Lately was a weird thing. When we had a, you know, falling out with, with the E network. So E kind of was... Uh, they went legally. They took everything off, so you can't find anything from Chelsea lately on unless it's been Cardi- pirated. Yeah, so Kardashian jokes. Yeah, you know, like just every. <laughs> there was a little bit of that as well, but they were just so so. That's hard to find. All that stuff's hard to find. And then I just I never shot a special. I did a, you know I did a rap, an album and um, yeah I did, It was a bad idea because looking back on it now, YouTube does blow people up, especially you know, even now more than ever. Do you uh, do you think you go with the uh, the, the Grateful Dead theory on that. What's that? The Grateful Dead theory. They like anytime they did a concert, they yeah. would have AV hookups right in front of the stage, and they would let people record their sets. Yeah, and do, and that way it spread out and it went everywhere. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I, I think some comedians do that too. You know, but then, I remember I, I, I've done some shows with and filmed some stuff with Jay Leno, and Jay's like he he loves to talk about comedy, and 
Leno said, you know, try Googling him. You can't find Aunt Leno stand-up online. Nothing. Zero. Really? And he says, I, don't, I just don't want it online. I've never had, I've never done a special. I've never done an HBO show. I've never done, you, you want to see me? You've got to go into a club to see me. Wow. And Jay Leno's been doing it for, you know, 50 years. Yeah. And you can't find anything on him. And he was one of the, one of the greats oh, in his day. Absolutely. You know, I see him at Comedy Magic Club. If you've been at Hermosa Beach, California, it's a great club called Comedy Magic Club. And Jay does every Sunday night there, kind of, pretty much. It's still as good an hour wow. as you will ever see. And it is he's doing stuff from the paper that day. And it is brilliant. One of the funniest guys you'll ever see do comedy. And has been for 50 years. Just And stories. He's got stories oh, he's got for days yeah. about, you know, just... And it's so funny. Real funny guy. I know there was a beef, you know, years ago with him and Letterman and whatever. You had to choose what camp you were in, you know, on the yeah. Letterman camp or the Leno I don't, camp. I, did Letterman really hold that against Jay, though? I don't know. You know... I recently heard uh, Letterman talking about it on something. He was interviewed by somebody, I forget who, uh, for his Netflix show or whatever. And uh, he's like, yeah, I mean, I, I still, he says, I still think Jay Leno's the funniest person I've ever seen perform. Yeah. You know, we had a beef, whatever the late night beef was. But, I don't, it's, you know, have you watched the Letterman's Netflix show? Have the, you watched the, any of it? The, 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 you know, when yeah, you interview people? About, yeah, yeah. yeah. He just came out with a new season. Uh, it's got like eight, eight episodes over. But I don't understand why he hasn't had Jay Leno on. I think it would be so interesting to have the two of them now, after it's all over and done with, and sit down and talk about that, those that, days, and how it all went down. Probably get huge. Oh, huge I mean, it, well, I, who cares? Some of the people he has on, I'm like, I would much rather watch him interview Jay Leno or another comedian than. Yeah. Than you know some of the people he has on Kanye West. Yeah, I, <laughs> you know that's who he had on, and it just didn't interest me. But. Yeah, no, uh, I, I I always listen to Dave anytime he goes on uh, Howard Stern show. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Howard's a great interviewer, so he, he gets. <laughs> I'm a Howard Stern fanatic. Yeah. I just did the wrap up show a few weeks ago, so did I was, you? yeah, so I was with uh, oh. John Hine and Gary Delobate, so I was uh, in there and hit him with the Hine. Yeah, I did. I did not <laughs> to get to see um, Howard because you know he has like back hallways that he goes down to avoid sure. people. But uh, I saw everybody else, and so and we're all from like the same area. Everybody, Gary and and, uh, and Sal Governale and everybody, they're all from Long Island, like right where I'm from on Long Island. So we yeah. had that to go on. Yeah, so it was great. I had a blast. So I'm doing it again next month. Uh, I, yeah. You definitely have to let me know. I want to make sure I hear it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I love that show. Uh, listen to it pretty religiously. Me too. Um, unless I don't. Uh, I do. <laughs> I love it. You know, I was a little disappointed in the book. I have to be. Did you buy it? I did not. I did. And it's, you know, and Howard kept talking about how it was the hardest thing he's ever done, and he worked on it for three years and this and that. And I have to tell you, it's just interviews. It's just, you know, it's just transcripts of the interviews that I've, as a Howard fanatic, I've already heard them on the radio. And it's weird reading them. I'm like, I'm not interested in reading this interview. I heard it. Or if I want to hear it, I can go YouTube, but I can hear it again. Yeah. So it was. It's strange that. I'm like, so where was all the work put into it? It's, they're just interviews. It just copied the transcripts. It, yeah, around. it's interesting that he, you know, he puts them in like, this is what I think about, you know, this topic, and here's what people said about it, in, you know, on the show. So that part's interesting. But otherwise, I was, a, I, I was a little bored by it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, one of the things I find fascinating that I did manage to dig up on you. Mm-hmm. Um, you're you're a little bit upset the way the country's moving. Is that is that a fair assessment? You mean as far? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, but I, I understand it. I understand it. I tell, me, tell me what you understand. I understand why people like Donald Trump. Okay. 
I do understand it. What? I live. I I fully admit I live in a bubble in Los Angeles, <laughs> and and uh, we all do. All of us there. I know a lot of people say they don't, but we do. Right. Uh, and I I'm out here. I'm in. I'm out in this. You know the world that loves Trump. Not you guys necessarily, but you know what I mean when I say that. I like I'm in the places that where he's the guy. Right. And I saw it. I see it. I saw it on you know on election night. I saw it coming. I saw it. And nobody that I work with or Chelsea Handler or the people that, you know, screaming about how much of an asshole he is, they're not here. They're not out here. Right. And I, they, they don't give a fuck. They live in, you know, $25 million homes, and it's easy for them to tell you guys, not you guys, but you know what I mean, like people, how right. to live. And I was like, but you, they, they have different problems than you have. So I understand that he's talking to them. I don't. I don't know why they believe some of the shit he says, but he, somehow he has he has struck a chord on with those people, sure. and they don't give a fuck about Russia or any of that shit. They just, it, it's just not something they think about. Right? It's it. You know, it, do I have money enough to go to the Olive Garden? And you know what I mean? This, this is what they think about. You're right. Do I have enough money to go to Target and Olive Garden? And, and our gas price is reasonable, and that's the shit that. Gets them to vote. Right. No, they don't give a fuck about trans bathrooms. They don't give a fuck about Russia. And these are the things that the Democrats are fucking. Actually, I watch this guy, and I'm a Democrat. You know, I, I, I always have been. But I watched the Pete Buttigieg or whatever, you know, what's his name. And the first thing he brings up, well, what are you going to fight for? He goes, trans bathrooms. I'm like, what? Why is this the one fucking topic we're all talking about? How is this a thing that people are dealing with on a daily basis? And I have, I'm all, I'm a liberal old fuck. Everybody do their shit and piss wherever you want. I don't fucking care. <laughs> but it's so weird to me that that's the one thing we have decided to really, you know, pin our pin our uh, it, wagons to. It's it strange. Abs- it absolutely drives me insane. I, I'm in line at the gas station. Right. right. There's a guy in front of me. Right. Register opens up down there, and she says, I can take the next person in line. I go, I go, hey, man, yeah, go down there. Guy goes, like, visibly, I see his shoulders lift up and go, <sighs> I was like, yeah. So I waited, waited. He's not moving. I go, dude, she said you can go. He turns around and he goes, I'm not a dude. Oh, boy. I was like, yeah. register's open. I, like, yeah. what, are we, what yeah. am I supposed to say? <laughs> right. You know, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. You, I'm sorry. You, 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 you got it, but you physically look like a dude. I'm sorry. It's, well, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, that, that, I don't know. Like I worked with, I worked with Bruce Jenner for many years, like on Chelsea lately. I used to play Bruce in a, like a sketch and, uh, and then Bruce and I, we, we did a bunch of bits where we, we played, you know, I, I played him and he, he confronted me. So we were friendly. And yeah. he was, you know, a very nice guy. I'm sure he still is, but uh, I haven't seen him, you know, since he's been Caitlin. But uh, it, it's so I when I speak, talk about him, I talk about him on my podcast quite a bit. Or her, her, sorry. See, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. I fuck up my pronouns because he was my friend as and I also am older. So my whole life I grew up with Bruce Jenner. Right. Since 1972. Since he was on the Wheaties box. Right. Exactly. So (laughs) I have a little, it's it's tough for me sometimes. I'm not, I'm not trying to be a dick. It's just tough for me sometimes when I say he or the, you know, whatever. So. Sure. Yeah. But I I don't know. These are the things. Yeah. The world is, you know, it is, but in the end, 
I live in a pretty good neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like, I, that, but that's, that sounds selfish, but I do. You know, like, uh, that's fine. Like, I travel all over the world. America, for all its problems, is still pretty fucking good. It's still pretty damn good. For, for many reasons. We do have our problems, but, and this is going to sound, you know, trite, but just by sheer convenience alone, like this, we, the shit's open 24 hours. Right. There's ATMs. Fucking your cell phone works. You know what I mean? Like right. this stuff doesn't happen in, 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 in Italy. You know what I mean? Right. Like you can't find a fucking, you know, a bottle of water after 10 or your cell phone doesn't work. Or this is the kind of shit that we take for granted here. Absolutely. And, it, and to some of the, you know, these, I'm talking first world countries. Right. The shit is, doesn't work. Right. Sewers don't work. Uh, elevators don't work. The, the, you know, their, their infrastructure is really fucking shitty. Right. So we're doing okay in that world. I yeah. mean, we're racist and dumb and all that fucking shit, you know. That's, but, that's everywhere. Yeah, that's everywhere. it is everywhere. everywhere. It, it, totally. I've been to Haiti and stuff. Yeah. And just to see the, the Christians with the, the voodoo and, yeah. you know what I mean? The, right, the right, right, right. Conflicts there and then. You have kids struggling to get water. Yeah. And then you come here and we argue about bathrooms and, and I, I, what to be called. It's like, exactly. come on, you're right. Get, it get is everywhere. That's a ass. good point. Because, look, I mean, they just did it. In, you know, Britain, Britain basically just did the same thing we did with, you know, with the Brexit thing. It was basically the poor people and, you know, and, and you know, the, the, the less educated saying we want this and the rich, you know, educated saying we want this. Completely split country. Absolutely. This, that's what we are now, which is right. you could literally say whatever you want. Right. on this podcast and 50% of the country will believe you and 50% will say you're a fucking asshole right. and that is it there's no convincing that 50% and no convincing this 50% I really I'm trying to get it to 65 that says I'm an asshole can we do that <laughs> right. I'll, I'll, I'll get you there okay. <laughs> yeah. well I think I think we ended up going from being a, a country that thought nationally to a country that thought individually yes and, and that's I don't, a good I, that's a good way to look at it I don't know exactly. when exactly that happened um, probably in the 90s, we yeah. started shifting that way. Facebook, I think. You Facebook. think Facebook? I really do. I, th- I, I do think social that media. had a lot I, to do with it. Media. Yeah, I hate I, it. I think I'm a millennial. I hate it. Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah See, yeah. I mean, I hate it too, but I do. I also love it, you know, for the shit like this to get right. people to come out. And I, it, it's, it's all it's, I use You have for. to have it. You got to have it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but, but I, I do believe it was Facebook that – because otherwise these people – you know, just didn't have a voice. You just didn't read these things that you read right. every day. You know, my mother reads this shit on Facebook. My mother, you know, she would watch the news on the three channels that we had, and that's what you got. Right. Now she's reading every asshole's opinion and chooses to believe some and chooses not to. Sure. And, that, and everybody does that. But everybody, right, yeah. everybody right. does that. So, so now that there's, all, you know, all that. And, and, and these these little things, these little cell all phones. All of it, man. Constantly we're in touch with, like, Used to be, uh, hey, I'm going to go to the store. Right. You'd leave and no one could contact no. you. <laughs> have you have you gotten into that fight with your wife? Well, why didn't you let me know this or that? Or yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's like, right. 15 years ago, that, that wasn't a right. thing. I don't it was, know how. It was just like, be home by this time. Me and my friends used to meet at the mall. You know, we'd meet at the mall back when I was a kid. Sure. I don't know how we, like, looking back on it, like, I don't know how we met. Like, I, like how what, did we coordinate? How did we coordinate <laughs> all seven of us meeting in front of, you know, whatever we right. met in front of? Yeah. But the roller skating some, ring. Somehow we did it, yeah. I don't, I don't know. If you were late, it was that was it. Like I, I guess I don't see you today because right. I don't know where you are. Yeah, we left. We, we didn't bother yeah. looking for a status update. Or, right, right. Well, they right. haven't been in their messenger in five minutes. Yeah, uh, it's insane. I, I mean, this, it's just. I, I'm going to sound like an old curmudgeon now, but I don't think it ends well. I really don't. I'm telling you, this phone shit, and I'm as bad as anybody. I could sit, I, and I hate it. I hate it. I used to. 
two years ago, I'd throw my phone in the, you know, my drawer at work, and I would never, I, you know, whatever I was writing on it, I never even looked at it until the day was over. Yeah. Now, I fuck, I can't be without it for five minutes. I freak out. Yeah. That's bad. Well, there's it so is. many distractions, too, because you get on, you're like, oh, I'm just going to check what time I have to be here or there. Right. And then you get on, you're like, oh, well, so-and-so said this and this, and then next thing you know, four hours is fast, and you're like, oh. There goes my day. People, you know, on the road, like I said, people are like, what'd you see in that city? I'm like, nothing. I sat in my fucking hotel room and scrolled my phone for <laughs> hours, man. Like, I could tell you everything Kylie Jenner wore. I couldn't tell you <laughs> shit about the city. Though. Yeah. So. Final thoughts. Final thoughts on all of it. I don't know. You know, uh, my final thoughts are, uh, good luck to you guys. Yeah. About welcome Same. back from 10 years. Uh, this is a good city. You have a good city here. Keep it up. Uh, I built some sidewalks. At least one. <laughs> at least just one to the target. That's all I asked. That'd be nice, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, other than that, you know, everybody, that's it. That's all I could say. Wear slimmer jeans. A lot of you guys wear your jeans too big, and that's going to be one tip to you. If you want to get laid, if you want to get pussy, uh, <laughs> uh, wear slimmer jeans. That's girls like that. Is that you, the uh, Mark um, Anthony collection? Yeah, the Mark Anthony yeah. yeah, Something from Mark <laughs> Anthony collection. I would say that. Uh, other than that, you know, that's about it. Fantastic. John, yeah. you got any uh, last uh, thoughts? No, man, I'm good. I don't, I don't really have anything going on. All right, man. Well, Chris, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Thank man. you very much for having me. It turns out to be – these are fun. They're fun. They're, they're it's fantastic. fun. To, I feel like I talk too much. No, sometimes. no, no. Like, no, you're, you're okay, perfect. Okay, good. You no. made it easier on the next people doing a podcast with you because uh, now there's yeah, some material. Right, right. Well, and also program. what happens is, uh, <laughs> as you guys know, as, you'll, as you get more and more on the road – you're alone the entire weekend. You're in either in your hotel room or just walking around. So you don't talk to a person. I can go an entire day talking to another person. So once I got here, I was ready to fucking chat. <laughs> there awesome. you go, man. Good, good. Yeah. We really so, appreciate you, thanks, man. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me. All right. Well, for Chris Vangela and John Walton, I'm Josh Sarm. You guys have a good night. Bye-bye.